You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. For those of you guys who have been longtime listeners, this concept will be familiar to you, but I wanted to do a 2.0 version of this. Because when I first landed well on this concept of your CEO self versus your employee self, when I first heard this vague notion of <laughs> the biggest difference between being an employee in somebody else's business versus running your own business is having to make that intentional switch. I vividly remember I was cleaning up the flower studio and I literally like froze because it was just an off the cuff comment that somebody was making in conversation. And the notion was like, holy crap. It was so powerful for me. And it was how I got myself out of the undercharging underpricing, not feeling confident in the prices in our business was adopting the fact that there are two very real roles and mindsets that you have within your business. But even since that time, since having heard that concept so many years ago, having put it to practice in my own business, I now use it in so many different areas of being a business owner. This has become one of my most favorite concepts because it works in so many different places. So I thought it would be worth bringing, you know, if you're new here, welcome to this bubble of goodness. But I wanted to do a deep dive into this concept even further to be like, hey, here are a whole bunch of other areas and applications of this concept that can be helpful in your business. And it's super helpful, no matter what you sell, no matter where you are in your business journey, and no matter your age. This is what I love about it so much. It is so quickly graspable as human beings. It's so quickly understandable, and it's so powerful in terms of showing you how you can show up with more intention, depending on what it is that you're doing in your business. So hands down, this whole CEO versus employee mindset is by far one of my most favorite concepts. And I have fallen in love with it, like with every day that goes by, <laughs> fallen in love with it even more because I truly believe it's like, oh, this is like mindset hack number one. If I could teach every creative entrepreneur one thing, it would be this. You have a CEO self and you have an employee self. And the reason that starting your business feels so uncomfortable is that a, nobody has ever told us that this is the first time in your life where you're going to be in charge. And B, yes, every other instance in your life, you have had somebody else telling you what to do, including when you're an employee in somebody else's business. But when we're kids and our parents are running around and the adults are all running around setting the rules for us, and then we go to school and the teachers are all running around setting the rules for us. And then if you go to college or you go off to university or you go get your first job, all the other people are telling us the rules. And then we step into being a business owner 
we fill in that little simple form that's like, you know, please give me your business details. <laughs> There's no marching band. There's not even a pop-up that says, hey, do you understand what it means to be a business owner? But we don't know that there needs to be that intentional shift in perspective to decide that's like, oh, this is where I have to show up as a flower boss. These are the specific tasks in my business where I need to show up with more authority and it feels uncomfortable and I'm going to not know what I'm doing and I'm going to mess it up and that's all okay. And I know this is the concept that really got me out of the pricing struggle because I literally just decided I was going to be an employee in somebody else's business. I just decided, I'm like, oh, those people over there that run a hugely successful multi-outlet business, I'm just going to pretend that my wee little shop over here and my insecurity and my small townness, I'm just going to pretend that those people actually also own this business and I am just an employee. And that thought process, like I literally took the hour and a half drive home from the market. I was like, huh, like if I just pretended that I'm an employee in their business, it was so quick for me to see where all of the kind of thought errors, like where I was getting in my own way in terms of like, oh, right, that's me either attaching my self-worth, that's my insecurity coming to the table, that's my money story coming to the table. That's all just my humanness getting in the way of this pricing model that is an absolute gift for our industry because thousands of businesses have come before you. They've all tested it. Every single florist on the planet it's like tested. So it's like an industry proven approach to pricing. So all of the, I can't charge that much. Nobody in my area charges that much. No way my customers are going to ever buy that much. It's like, okay, maybe none of that is true. If there is another floral designer who works in an area that's similar to mine, who's able to charge that much, maybe I can charge that much. And you can just pretend, this is what I love, you could just pretend if you picked your favorite florist, even if they're based on the other side of the planet or the other side of the state or the other side of the country, just decide that your business is just an extension of their business. And you literally go, oh, okay, so their head office, right? This beautiful designer over here, their head office is just dictated to us. This is the way that it's going to be. And you step into what will feel like a much more familiar space because we're really good at following the rules. We are really good at being employees. So we can create that thought process for ourselves by just deciding that our business is an extension of somebody else's business. And you don't even need to tell them. You don't even need to tell another person on the planet that you're doing this. <laughs> like I do not tell the people. When I pretend like my business is just an extension of that person's business over there, I'm like, oh, okay, that's no problem. And it, you can feel like the physical shift in your body in terms of how you show up differently. And it's so quick, right? And we can just see how much our own default thinking is getting in the way of us taking action, which is completely normal, right? This is literally how we are programmed. But this idea of understanding like, oh, okay, so when I show up to work on every given day, or even within the context of a day, right? You could break this down per day, you could break this down per week, you could break this down per hour in your day. But there are two different primary roles that you get to embody, the CEO and the employee. And many, many days, you're gonna be switching between each one. And it totally depends on what you're working on, 
and the context with which you need to make decisions. But this idea of really thinking about your CEO self and your employee self, bringing them to the table as two different individuals and really thinking about the work that's in front of you from both perspectives. And by default, most of us are going to sit here in the employee role. And we're kind of going to be waiting for somebody else to tell us what to do. It's like we're missing the CEO, right? We're missing the person who set the rules about pricing. We're missing the person who has set the rules about how to navigate customer complaints. We're missing the person who set the rules about the roster and how much to spend on flowers and what we're going to buy and what we're not going to buy and what we're going to invest in our business and how often this happens and what the expectations are around that, right? These actual like capital D decisions that need to happen in our business that come from the CEO. But when you know that you need to do both jobs, right? And you go, okay, so when I show up as the CEO in my business, it's going to feel uncomfortable and that's okay. But I am going to show up as the CEO in my business. And it might be in those instances that you're the head of social media and you're the head of sales and you're the head of marketing and you're the head of ops and logistics and staffing and all of the jobs that we have to do. (laughs) But as a business owner, you got to be making these bold decisions, And you need to be making decisions that are right for your business. They are right for your business. They are right for the future of your business. And they are right for your staff. So even if you're a one person show, you're going to have times where you are the CEO. And then you're going to have times where you get to show up as a staff member. Promise you every time you're showing up as a CEO, you're going to want to run the other direction. (laughs) Right? It's like, oh, God, this is uncomfortable. So then we back away. Then we jump on social media, then we get into the comparison spiral, then it just all goes downhill and all of a sudden the day's gone by and you're like, I don't feel like I made any progress. But when you know that the task of being the CEO is the uncomfortable work, right? Because that is the shift in identity that is new for us and it requires a change in our self-concept, requires us to be the authority, it requires us to be a dictator, it requires us to make decisions with imperfect information, It's a massive piece of the puzzle. But if we can come to the table and go, okay, so if my next goal is to sort out what I'm going to post on Instagram for the next 30 days, the next question you can ask yourself is, okay, if I had a staff member who was doing this, if I was hiring out this job, what would I expect them to do? And what do they need in order to be set up for success? And you think about that from a CEO perspective. It's so powerful because then the next day you can just show up as a staff member and be like, wow, my CEO is awesome because they've laid out their expectations and they've set me up for success. And this idea of going, okay, we're all really, really good at being employees. We love over-delivering. We love getting positive customer reviews. We love showing up on time. Like that is our jam. And when we can really embrace that and step into the discomfort of being the flower boss and being the CEO, set ourselves up for success as employees in our own business, it's like, okay, we can see how we can play a different game here. So you can literally sit down and decide, okay, on my to-do list, on my task list, on my 90-day goal, these are the things that are CEO decisions. And you have the courage and you make the best decisions for your business. And you decide ahead of time that you are going to be a great CEO for your business. 
You don't have to be a perfect CEO. You don't have to have perfect information, but you know that the job as the CEO in your business is to make good decisions for your business. Literally your job. That is what the job of the CEO is. Is like they're the business advocate. Most of the time, that means we got to sit down and think about staffing. We need to sit down and think about systems and templates and pricing. We need to sit down and think about, okay, what are we going to do when a customer complains? Okay, what are we going to invest in next? Okay, what is working in our business? What needs to be reviewed? What is the ratio of how much to invest in product on a given week? What is our sales target? What is our staffing envelope? What is the technology that we're going to use? What are the expectations on marketing? All that stuff. And this idea of going, okay, so much of what we need to do as a CEO is make decisions ahead of time. And those decisions need to be made almost always with imperfect information. So if we can let go of the idea that there's a right and a wrong decision, and we go, okay, well, I'm just going to make the best decision I can. I'm sure new information will magically appear in the future after I make this decision, because that's always what happens. <laughs> we make the next decision. But this idea of most of us, I don't know any business owner that has ever been told until somebody taught them. Nobody knows on the first day of starting their business that you are going to be both the CEO and an employee. So we end up kind of getting ourselves stuck in this really crappy place of we don't know that we're in charge of our own business and we don't set up our staff or ourselves for success. So we turn out to be like super indecisive CEOs and then really underperforming employees. <laughs> we're still trying to figure out like maybe we're doing a little bit of double duty, like we're just reacting because people are asking us to make decisions and we're acting very emotionally, very much from our default insecure scarcity thinking. And we're not necessarily making the best decisions for ourselves. We're not making the best decisions for our business. We're not even necessarily making the best decisions for our customers. But this idea of when you're thinking about your CEO work and really like take the dog for a walk next time you're in the car going for a drive, whatever it is that you're doing, really think about like, what are the tasks in my business that are CEO tasks? And what are the tasks in my business that are employee tasks? I also love actually writing these things down, right? This idea of generally speaking, pricing going to come from the CEO, what are we going to invest in in terms of technology? It's going to come from the CEO. What are we going to do in terms of staffing, hiring freelancers, bringing staff on board? CEO. What does our inquiry process look like? CEO. What is the template for somebody when they answer the phone? Right? All of these are like set from a business perspective. And then most of the time, whenever you can make all those decisions ahead of time, then when it comes to talking about pricing, and it talks about like budgets with your clients, the CEO has already laid out the pricing model for you. And you have a process to follow when it comes to navigating the sales conversation. So then you're going to show up and feel the relief of only having to be an employee in your business because you have the best CEO that has ever existed. So this idea of the CEO gets to make the call of what needs to happen when the bride says they're disappointed. The CEO needs to make the call on what are the expectations around Instagram. Your CEO gets to decide if TikTok is the right platform for your business. Those get to be decisions that are made at a business level. Then you can show up to work as an employee and just get to work. Because the CEO has laid out 
the social media priorities. The CEO has laid out for you what the expectations are of like working hours and family hours, right? And you're not spending hours just like scrolling TikTok, which is particularly helpful if the CEO has already decided that TikTok isn't part of your marketing strategy. <laughs> I also love this idea, right? In the struggle that is a forever struggle between personal life, family life, business life. Sit down as the CEO and think about what do you want that relationship to look like? What do you want the relationship between personal, business, family to look like? And the CEO can decide ahead of time how much time the staff gets off. When we don't decide those things ahead of time, and I'll tell you, I am number one. This is my number one thing. (laughs) When I don't decide ahead of time what those boundaries are, I just keep pushing through. I just keep reacting to everything that's in front of me and I keep reacting to whatever either, you know, is happening on social media or somebody needs this or some staff member needs that. Like I just react, 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 and it's exhausting. And all of a sudden I turn around and I'm like up at 3.30 in the morning, worried about this and worried about that. I'm like, well, I might as well get up and start like chipping away at it. It's like this perpetual cycle that we get stuck in. But if we can sit down ahead of time and decide, okay, this is my business all of its hot messness I have created, which means I get to uncreate it. (laughs) But also going, okay, this is what I want this season of my business to look like. This is what I want this season of my personal life to look like. But we don't do that, right? We rush through and we get into the doing and then we just react. Oh, when emails come in, oh, that person needs this. Oh, I need to get that thing organized. Like that's our natural state of being. But really, even just thinking, like, if you closed your eyes, don't do this while you're driving, please. Even if you set the timer for five minutes, doesn't even need to be that long, right? This doesn't need to be a massive long task. But if you gave yourself five minutes of breathing space and just asked, okay, what do I want my work hours to be? What do I want my family hours to be? And what do I want my personal hours to be? And give yourself full permission to do that. And it is fine. It is absolutely right. Whatever you decide that answer is going to be, it's perfect. The other thing to remember, we lose sight of the fact that we need to be the CEO and then the employee very quickly. (laughs) So you can wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, okay, so today I'm going to sit down and make decisions about how often we're going to post to social media and we're going to not do TikTok, and I'm going to make sure I've got this system sorted, that system sorted, and then tomorrow I'm going to show up as the employee. can guarantee you about two hours later, you're going to have forgotten (laughs) that you're the CEO of your business. Welcome to being a human being, my friend. So like the day can get by you, and it is not about trying to do this perfectly, but just remembering, okay, so I am both the CEO and I'm an employee in my business. And I love coming back to this concept and pretending like your business is actually owned by some big business or your business is some extension of your favorite designer's business, that there is some head office somewhere that is dictated to you. This is what needs to happen. You and I show up so differently when we're trying to deliver on those results. There would be good communication, clear expectations, systems in place. We would take the time to do the systems work. So taking that concept and applying it in your own business in as many areas as you could possibly think of. 
It's such a helpful and freeing concept. Even if you're doing all of the work on your own, even if you're just getting started, even if you're like the laptop warrior and you're trying to get your website sorted and you're trying to figure out how the fuck to take photos for your online catalog, you're trying to figure out Google AdWords, you're trying to figure out your Instagram hashtags, you're trying to figure out how to get your link and bio page set up, like all of it. Really embrace this idea of like, okay, when I'm making decisions in my business, many times I need to show up as the CEO and I need to make the best decision for the business. And then really get clear on the tasks that you need to do when you're an employee. And one of the aha moments I had is all of us started our business because we're in love with flowers and we want to be designers. The heartbreaking thing (laughs) is that, huh, it's actually just an employee task to design with flowers. If your business was owned by somebody else, there would be clear creative guidelines to follow, expectations around how many stems are included in this kind of design. There would be a very clear structure in terms of the formats that we're going to use and some very simple formulas to follow when it comes to picking ingredients and how to replicate that kind of work. All of that is set by the CEO. And all of us want to spend all of our time doing that work when in actual fact, That's an employee's job. And I am not saying don't do it because it is some of the reason that so much of us love running our own business is that we get to decide what we're going to spend our time on. (laughs) And if we want to do the design work, we shall do the design work. But it's such a different way to look at your business when you realize, huh, when you're at your workbench, you're just an employee in your own business. And the part that's really exhausting, and this is what we all do, but the part that's really exhausting is you're at your workbench being an employee while also thinking about the CEO things that you need to think about. And at least if you can increase your awareness of the fact that those are two very different roles within your business, so helpful. So helpful, my friends. So I've really embraced using this concept in every area of our business. It's really helped me show up and do the things that I really don't like to do. Because I know as the CEO, I need to make these decisions. I need to show up, just get my bum in the seat and just do it. That's fine. But it's also made me show up as a more considered CEO because I also then think of myself as a staff member. And I go, okay, so if we're thinking about you know, trying to sort out the next YouTube video, we're thinking about more podcasts, or we're thinking about this course, or that bit of the membership, or we're thinking about hiring this staff member, or these coaches over here, like thinking about all these bits and pieces and going, okay, so if I'm an employee in my own business, what would I as an employee love to see? What would I love to have from a CEO? How could I feel more supported? How could I increase the clarity of our communication? How can we set up our systems? And how can we empower our staff more? Such a better way to run a business. Certainly way more enjoyable as the CEO. And the times when I am a staff member in my own business, it's way more satisfying. And it's way simpler. (laughs) But this idea of really thinking of, okay, so where in your business are you the CEO? And where do you get to be the employee? And where do you want to be the employee? That's one of the most helpful, helpful questions to ask yourself. And yeah, this is the exact concept that I use to get out of the undercharging pricing shenanigans, the third world pricing, as one of you guys called it. (laughs) My third world pricing in the first world world. 
But the idea of going, oh, this CEO versus employee concept, you can apply this to every single area of your business. Taxes, bookkeeping, systems, processes, SOPs, templates, basically literally anything that you're doing when you're organizing stuff. And if you really think about it and just take 20 minutes, okay, where does my business need me to be a good CEO? And maybe just pick three things, the three things that you know that you should be doing. And then where does my business need me to be a great employee? And when you make that list of like, what are the three things that you want to do to be a great CEO? Then you just decide that tomorrow you're going to show up and be a great CEO and you just get to work. It is absolute gold, my friends. So definitely try it out because it has changed the game for me in terms of how I show up in my own business. And I know there's still tons of room for improvement. Tons and tons and tons of room for improvement, but it's just really cut through so much of that confusion and overwhelm and the fear and really going, okay, yep, this feels uncomfortable because this is a CEO thing, but I'm going to do a really good job and I'm going to be a really good employee in my own business. Take this concept, make it your own, my friends, and then report back. I'd love to hear how you're going. And as always, please drive safe. Drink your water, eat your vegetables, get some sleep, and we shall talk to you again next week. Bye for now.